Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zamundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. And welcome to Zumundo Podcast episode 18. We are finally back. Well, we came back earlier tonight for uh, our Dragon Con recap, but now we're back for like an official, like real Zumundo episode. So, yeah, yeah we had to take a couple of weeks off and it uh, feels good to be back, man. Feels yeah. so good to be back. You're dressed interestingly tonight. I'm back in Dragon Con. I'm He's, back in the multiverse. <laughs> I, w- I went back, man. I'm having too much fun. I, I just went back. Yeah, <laughs> you, uh, you had a great time at Dragon Con, man, which we just talked about in the last episode. That was so. amazing. It was amazing. But, I'm uh, Keith, by the way, this and is, I'm and I'm Doolin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you that was dead on the street. You forget your name. That's uh, I forgot my name. Man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Welcome to Zumundo, everybody. Welcome to Zumundo Podcast, everybody. We're happy to be back, and we're gonna get into it with some pop culture goodness this evening. Absolutely, we got we got quite a bit of news and uh, some Bruce news reviews, reviews and, and all kinds of all kinds of stuff. But, Mysteries of the unknown, and all, all that good stuff. And we're gonna we're gonna check in with uh, Uncle Chuck a little bit later on tonight. Yeah, yeah. Which is always a good time. But before we get into bruise news and reviews, we got to do our Zumundo farewells. And yeah. unfortunately, uh, there was quite a few farewells to be had over the last few weeks. So let's get into it with this uh, segment of Zumundo farewells as we say goodbye to some people that left us sadly over the last few weeks. Yes, since um, we last uh, since we last met. So, so uh, uh, we have we have a few of these, which is, is kind of sad. It's horrible to say. It's like right? it's yeah. like I said. Uh, you know, I was like, this should be a segment. You're like, well, I don't want it to be a segment. Well, I don't want it to I, be a segment either. But months. unfortunately, people that we grow up with, people that we uh, look to in pop culture, people that are icons, they do pass away. Such is the circle of life. So it is. And uh, we're going to talk about it here for just a little bit. So uh, yeah, we had uh, sadly quite a few deaths over the past few weeks, and we had. Uh, we had we had somebody actually make a massive performance from from mm-hmm. post postmortem performance that was actually yeah. uh, of note as well. Um, I, I have to say the big one on the music side, man. Um, Jimmy Buffett passed away. Jimmy Buffett passed away, man. And I've been saying this for some time. Like Tom Petty, Jimmy Buffett. Mm-hmm. There's so many legends in the in the music community, and people are getting older, right? Um, that's, that's what happens on a, on a positive. Nobody lives forever. Note, uh, Rolling Stones are doing another album or released one. <laughs> we got to think is, about the yeah. kind of world we're going to leave behind to Keith Richards. <laughs> I, I know, right? That's, that's always a running joke. But um, no, it, it's sad, man. I mean, Jimmy gave a lot of a lot of great love and art to a lot of people, and mm-hmm. and, and and his songs are, I mean, you know, going to be around. For my dad, my dad's a huge Jimmy Buffett fan, and I remember like some of the first songs I can remember in my childhood growing up is is Jimmy Buffett. And my dad, you know, always, was always playing Jimmy Buffett growing up. Right on. And uh, so, yeah, huge part of my childhood, you know, even I, though I wouldn't call myself like uh, so much a fan, but I definitely appreciated, you know, so his music. He's had a, a crazy career. You know, he's a country singer for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, I, I guess Americana folk uh, and then his own amalgamation of music, which is Jimmy Buffett. You know? It's like, just, it's like, what, what kind of music is Jimmy Buffett? It's, it's Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. <laughs> um, I used to make a joke when I was driving home, um, you know, on leave and stuff when I was in the Navy. And I would be like, it's it's socially acceptable to listen to Leonard Skinner, Jimmy Buffett, and Bob Marley as soon as you hit that Florida Georgia line. Absolutely. Like, and, be, and people are like, uh, that doesn't make sense. We love that stuff. And they, there was tiki bars and stuff up north, but they're not real tiki bars. They're like tiki foe. Have you like, ever been to a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville before? Uh, I almost died at one. Possibly, yeah. But, <laughs> that's a story but for another day. But the thing is, it's like here, you know, that's just music that's on the radio mm-hmm. no matter what. Every yeah. every station throws back to all those kind of legendary mm-hmm. bands of the of the area, like the physical area that they came from, which is down here in Florida. And um, and people always are like, why don't you ever listen to Jimmy Buffett? I was like, because it's not the same. Like, it's it's different when you're in mm-hmm. Florida. But And I mean, everybody listen to wherever you want. Um, 
But yeah, I always got excited because the radio literally changed. Like when you came down south, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm home. Oh yeah, 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 I'm back here. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, that was the the music of our background, you know, of our life. Besides. Mm-hmm. Um, other things which we're going to get to in a second, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty sad. Yeah, big, big, so. big, big loss to the music community. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Jimmy Buffett, we ra- we raise our Zumundo glasses to you, sir. Here you go. Hope you're oh, having a, the same cup. hope you're having a margarita and a cheeseburger in paradise up there, brother. I actually had a margarita last week too. Did a, you? I had two really good ones and I took a really good nap at Dragon Con <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That was a good time. Um, also, yeah. uh, Steve Harwell. Yeah, lead singer of Smash Smash Mouth passed away. Yeah, and uh, that was know, kind of unexpected to a lot of people. He was only fifty six, I think. Uh, was he that old? Yeah, fifty six. Man, wow. he was he was not that old, man. I I know. I mean, that became almost like a Rick roll. Uh, some Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. Right, I don't want to get sued. Uh, the uh, <laughs> no. Um, they also brought a lot of joy to a lot of people, man. Uh, you know, and I, the the one like cliff note that I always set aside for Smash Mouth and like in my personal life was you know around that time when you know people, my friends were all getting CD players at the time. <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean like you know, no, yeah, eight, uh, uh, so 90s. cassettes were being phased out, and you know, and I had cassette players growing up and stuff. But you know, when I was in high school, everything was going over to CD players. Mm-hmm. We still had cassettes and uh, yeah. our car. But uh, the first um, first album that I got was Smash Mouth. Really? For my first CD player, it was, oh, it was that's Smash awesome, the Walking on the Sun, man. That yeah, was Walking on the Sun. Yeah. Yeah. That was like their first. Dude, that was the like their 90s, first big man. hit. Oh, the nineties. I know we've had <laughs> we're some. We're like, going so wistful and nostalgic. Now. We've had <laughs> some uh, in-depth conversations lately, but the nineties were a really a hopeful time, and there was there's a lot of good music came out. There's a lot mm-hmm. of good music comes out still. Um, mm-hmm. Not to take away from anything. I'm not. I'm not one of those people. that's like it was better when it was older. Some stuff was great. Yeah. 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 I, I remember we'd drive around and hear those songs, and mm-hmm. like that was really cool. Back when Casey Kasem was still on the Casey air, Casey you know? Kasem. Yeah. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, That's man. Good. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, yeah, let's... Let's raise our glass to Steve Harwell. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, man. Hope you're uh, walking on the sun up there, man. Cheers, cheers to you for that. And uh, Bob Barker. <sighs> Legendary, iconic, uh, prices right host. Yeah. Um, He's been retired for a while from he, from the prices right. He had been retired. I mean, the dude. The Bro, dude there was, was there was price of right cosplay at Dragon Con. Uh, was there really? Yeah, that's Bob funny. Bob Barker is a, a a legend in in TV. You know, he was uh, ninety nine years old. Man, he got that's as so close. Crazy. To 100 as he no, could get without that. going over. I said it. <laughs> I, said uh, I know that. that's a meme going around. It's horrible. I don't, I'm not going to apologize for that. The, man. It's funny. I, I think he would appreciate that. He uh, would. Yeah. He's, the guy, 99 he's is a huge life, sensor. man. Like that's, that's nothing. a huge life. It's a century, bro. That is that is damn near a century, man. Just under, but mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. I mean, he must have seen so much stuff. 1923. He, you know, he, 1922. He's, so uh, the first show that yeah, he started. Uh, Hosting game shows in 1956. Wow! If you could believe that, with uh, Truth and Consequences was the first game show that he hosted, and That's he did funny. that for almost I think from 56 to 74. Wow! So he did that for almost 20 years before even a, going on the Prices Right. Man. Yeah, that was wow. And uh, yeah, and then and then like and then of course we remember we were kids, and you you know you go to school, but sometimes you'd stay home sick. Yeah, and who would and keep you, you company? Watch, yeah. And you get to watch I Bob Barker right. on the price. Did, you get yeah. to watch Plinko. Plinko was awesome. And then, was, the, and then, so, the, and then the yodeling man. There were so many great games on that. Like I thought I would be really good at them. There was just something really. Oh, it's nineteen dollars. It's nineteen dollars. There was just something really comforting about staying home. Yeah. And Bob Barker would be on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd sit here. You sit. You'd sit, lay in bed or on the couch. With your bowl of chicken noodle soup that your mom would make for you, and you'd sip your Gatorade, and you'd watch Price is Right. That was just kind of My the thing, man. Yeah, we used to watch that together. Mm-hmm. And then at night, we'd watch Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. You know? <laughs> and we talked about Pat Sajak in a few episodes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to retire. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. This is... You know, I thought I was going to cry during the Dragon Con episode because of all love, but we ended up talking about all the fun stuff, uh, which it was all fun, and even the, mm-hmm. even the stuff that makes you want to cry was great. Um, but yeah, this is... That's pretty sad. Yeah. Bob Barker. Cheers, man. Cheers to Bob Barker. Cheers, cheers to Bob Barker. Hope you're getting as close as you can without going over over there, man. Oh, cheers. He's probably having a blast. 
Um, and then I, I've got I've got, I've got one more. Okay. Um, Arlene Sorkin. Um, she was uh, on Days of Our Lives, but probably yeah. best known among uh, of us among like the nerdy pop culture community, the original voice of Harley Quinn yeah. on Batman the Animated Series. That's a and uh, and then she's like a great job. well like that you know they 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 wrote that character for Batman the Animated Series. She's huge now, but she right, didn't right. exist before the nineties. Also, the traditional Harley Quinn versus this daddy's girl smeared makeup. That's a new like, thing. That's a whole new thing. Like a lot of people don't know, and we saw. Uh, not to bring everything back to Dragon Con, I said I was going to mention it on like every episode for the next year, right? Um, we saw a traditional Harley Quinn from mm-hmm. the cartoon, absolutely, and that was the best Harley Quinn costume I saw. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, in the later years, I think uh, Tara Strong was the actress that kind of took over for she her. Did yeah, but Arlene Sorkin was was the original, and that was like her her first. Um, what like, a creepy, awesome character! Like, yeah, it was an amazing character. And also, a great show. If you've never seen the animated series, it I still think, holds up, man. It does. It yeah. really yeah. does. It still holds up. Yeah. Um, and she made that character so much so that they they brought the character from that point from the animated series it, into comic books and movies and video games and Absolutely. that and and then like and she's even had like her own series. From that, and then uh, she was pretty much the starring character in um, Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, yeah. Like she's, Joker's she's a secondary character in that. She's yeah. like pretty much the main character in which, that. Which helped. Uh, I don't know if launching is the right career, but I mean, Margot Robbie played her, right? Margot Robbie played her in the movie. Who just did Barbie? Just did Barbie. Big, big role, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so this was left uh, on, on his uh, Twitter or X, formerly Twitter. Uh, James Gunn, who is now in head of yep. all the DC Comics, said this on his X account: "Rest in peace, Arlene Sorkin." The incredibly talented original voice of Harley Quinn, who helped create the character for so many of us to love. Love to her family and friends. And then he left a heart emoji from James Gunn. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, so that was from James Gunn. So Arlene Sorkin, I know it's we, we're a couple weeks behind on this, but we're Zumundo toast to Arlene Sorkin. Love you. Love you. Cheers. All yeah, right. She's great. Sorry. No, it's okay, I'm man. Not, I'm not cry- I promise. Myself. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. I'm fixing my cape as well <laughs> and getting tissues for the <laughs> for the allergies. For the inevitable, I do have bad allergies. You do. Actually. You do have bad which allergies. Which funny, so. Dragon Con they cleared up after like a day of being there, which is cool. I didn't think Atlanta was going <laughs> to be great. Dragon for Con is magic. It, it is a little bit of magic. It's, yeah. <laughs> but now that we're we've got the sad stuff out of the way, let's uh, let's get well, into some. Uh, but you get you got, you got oh no you got you got something else. I was going to mention, mention yeah, uh, a little a little I, post a little post mortem. So Ray Stevenson, we mentioned a few we mentioned him some ap- some episodes back. Yeah, when he had passed a lot away. of influence apparently in the last episode of Ahsoka. Right? Is that my saying that right? Yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I always say it Ahsoka. I've heard a Ashoka or whatever. Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah. Um, the H comes first. Anyway, um, he actually did a, a lot of uh, influence in in his lightsaber and stuff in the episode and and his. Uh, the character he plays has an interesting relationship with both the light and dark side. Mm-hmm. So it has some orange elements in it. Also, it's noted, especially in the Hema community, which is like actual like historical European martial arts, that he was more like a knight and that it's, his lightsaber actually has weight, mm-hmm. which they're talking about making this canon again. And these were all kind of, I don't know if that's his idea per se, but they talked about uh, putting a pommel like like from a real sword like yeah. on his lightsaber and stuff like that. Cool. But um, I'm not sure how much of it it is uh, that that he had to do with it, but they definitely said recently that he had a lot of, uh, you know, he had some influence in the actual lightsaber that his character carried in the show, which was really cool. And apparently uh, I haven't watched the episode yet. Mm-hmm. And I know every reviews come out five seconds after shows are over now. Um, but everybody's raving over the performance and stuff. And I thought that was really cool that, you know, we get some art left over. Yeah. You know, so it's awesome. a little, it's a little PS of his legacy and that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Great stuff from a great performer. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Yeah. We, we 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 did raise our toast to him like back when he first passed away and so but oh, we'll do it one more time, yeah. man. Ray Stevenson, cheers, brother. Yeah. Pull up. All right, you want to get into some bruised news and reviews? Yeah, let's do it All before right. I before you cry. Yeah. All right. And now bruised news and reviews. It stinks. Sometimes it sinks. Sometimes it's awesome. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get into that. So first of all, the bruise. Bruce, Bruce, uh, what are you sipping on, brother? So uh, I've got two things out. Uh, <laughs> two 1985 uh, IPA by New New Belgium, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a cool. It's beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's beer. It's six point five percent IPA. Um, it's kind of light, a lot different, less aggressive than the um, the Voodoo Ranger stuff. Mm-hmm. Same company. Um, 
I like it. It's more refreshing. The can is amazing. Uh, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to show it to you guys, but it's, it's super eighties and psychedelic and we're being super nostalgic with dragon con and everything. You just pass and say, I say dragon con every other sentence. Um, and it, it's a, it's a pretty decent one. I'm not, I'm not going to rave about it. It's not my favorite. Uh, it's not my least favorite. It's mm-hmm. not super sweet, but it's kind of got that sweetie, not the Heidi boozy sweetie, but just, you know, it's a decent IPA. I, I say willing to try it. I don't have a great review on it. What do, okay. you, what do you got, though? I got a, uh, well, I took it out of the can, but it's a Cutwater uh, Pina Colada. So these are like pre, I do colada. like Pina Coladas. And then I'm kind of, I'm kind of dressed kind of Buffett-esque, if you can see it. Um, but this is a, uh, it's just a pre-mixed drink in a can. And uh, so uh, my girlfriend and I got these um, back before we went to Key West, and they're okay. really tasty. They're 13%. Ooh. Uh, well, they're, they're, <laughs> but they're, they're a mixed cocktail. This is a cocktail in a can. Cocktails. Cocktail in a can, baby. Um, but, uh, but they're they're really really what tasty. Was that Brando? It's cocaine Brando. in a can. That's <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> oh, that's uh, no, that was Dave Chappelle. Cocaine in a can, baby. Yeah, something. Like um, but yeah, but they're they're just really tasty and sweet and uh, just really nice. And if you want a if you want a quick cocktail, you don't want to have to mix it. You can pick these up. Uh, at a liquor store. Good luck finding them though, because I, they are they they sell out, man. I can't. I have a hard yeah, time finding I haven't these. Seen them. Um, I tried it when you first got them, and I was shocked at how pina colada elite it tasted. <laughs> mm-hmm. If that's a an adverb, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, adjective. Sure. Why not? It was good. It was, it was actually very good. Uh, very cool. Yeah, I, I mean, like I don't know. So I support that. Yeah, I, I, I accept that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our brews. That's what we're sipping on tonight. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move it on to. The news portion. Right. What do you Outside got? Of, uh, new iPhone 15. It stinks. No, I'm kidding. I know nothing about it, but there's a new iPhone 15. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, so on on the happier note, let's uh, let's start with some movie TV stuff. Okay. Uh, Henry Cavill. The we Witcher, like Henry Cavill. Superman, He's the Man of Steel. He's a 40K guy. Like He's we, a cool dude. We all we like we love He's some jacked. I just saw a bunch of really good Henry Cavill costumes. Like that suit from the legit new Superman. This guy's going to be talking about Dragon Ball. I also dressed as Superman Rebirth, which I believe Henry Cavill, there's pictures of him flying around in the black suit. Oh, he wore the black suit in the yeah. Snyder Cut of yeah. Justice League. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's not in the regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I look awesome in it. He looks awesome in it. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not hitting on Henry Cavill right now. That sounds weird. Um, he's gonna I am. Be, he's a sexy man. He's, he's a stud. Uh, he's going to be in the next Highlander movie. Okay, so, so this, this is a reboot. Things been in the works for a while, right? Like, okay. I think this was announced in 2021. Is he going to be Connor McCloud? Or? Uh, good question. Um, I don't think it's a reboot. A lot of people are complaining that they're going to reboot a series because we're tired of... I am kind of tired of the reboots, man. Not going to lie. So what I just heard um, reading an article was that this is going to be part movies part TV show, all canon related, uh, possibly okay. a prequel to the, I don't know, to, sure the, the, to the OG. Or, yeah. To some stuff. But either way, if they keep it in the thing and just make more Highlander, mm-hmm. I'm for it, man. Like I'm all about this. And, uh, you know, the Highlander movies were huge when we were younger. And I mean, talk about a retcon, right? They erased Highlander too. Like, yeah, well, we don't talk, we don't, yeah, exactly. we don't talk we about don't talk Highlander too. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you can do this again and it can be, it can be amazing. There's been, there's been a lot, I hope it's there's not a, a straight lot of things. I mean, you're replacing Sean Connery. You're, you're yeah. replacing, uh, Oh God, what's his name? Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Christopher Lambert, Christopher Lambert. And, and you know, he's also Raiden. He's also Raiden. <laughs> the original Raiden, which True I found story. a Raiden at Dragon Con. Of course you did. Finally. Um, <laughs> but Raiden, uh, but yeah, um, as long as they don't just do that and it, it it's part of the canon, I, I'm totally down. Right. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I got some weird news too. All right, uh, hit me. CM Punk was apparently fired from AEW wrestling. This is kind of okay. weird thing. We just I knew did. him from WWE, yeah, but yeah, I haven't yeah, really watched much you know, of AEW. He actually had a pretty bad concussion, from what I understand, back in like 2014, 2013, and and he he didn't wrestle for a bunch of years, and he came back. But a mm-hmm. lot of wrestlers have have done that, where they've taken mm-hmm. a big hiatus Truck due, to, due to injuries. I got two hands here, sorry, um, my <laughs> allergy tissue. Um, so they take a big time off and they come back cause they love it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, this is weird cause it's apparently due to an altercation. I'm not going to get too into it cause I can't speculate. I wasn't there. I just hit all my movement goals. Um, <laughs> I wasn't there. Uh, so I can't talk about it, but, uh, there was an altercation between another wrestler, potentially, uh, Jack Perry. And this is all alleged, right? Cause like I said, I wasn't there. I'm not Allegedly. Aware. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I wish the best to all of them and, and hopefully, 
you know, things go, I mean, it happens. It's a business. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? <laughs> I guess I can just go with this. I don't want to talk about that one. Um, there's a new Aquaman trailer. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm not, there's a, another Aquaman movie. They're going to do a second one. So in a dead universe. So, so weird. Here's the deal. Superhero fatigue is the thing, right? It's a thing. No, it's not anymore. Okay. And I'll tell you why it's not why? anymore. Because Deadpool three is going to save. I don't think it's going to save. The, I, think I don't it think is, it's going to save the genre. It'll be probably a good movie. So, so I, I heard it might have been Chris Gore and all those guys talking about it. Like the genre before superheroes that was thing was zombies. Everything was zombies. Right? True. This is a pretty recent video they did. Um, I remember. I listened to zombies everything. was a huge thing in the twenty tens. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. And. We got zombie overload, right? Yeah. People were having green shit on their Jeeps, excuse my language. Um, and they they were, uh, you know, like zombie everything, right? Everything was bright green and, mm-hmm. and whatever. So now superheroes, but superheroes have run for 20 years almost. Uh, you know? two, since 2008 is, really, is when like the big resurgence came with Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh my God, Iron Man so good. So it's been over 15 years so of like It's a long run, right? Yeah. And it's they're been like, a long run. What's the next thing? People are talking traditional action movies, whatever. We don't think it's going to be Westerns might come back. Westerns could come back. But I mean, Mandalorian, kind of Western. What Mandalorian right? is kind of a Western. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think Deadpool 3 is going to be huge. Um I think it'll be. I think it'll be. New, I think it'll be well received. Yeah, check out the new Aquaman. And so I keep getting updates about Deadpool three because I'm I'm kind of in. I'm not like the. I mean, Deadpool's cool. Like I'm not. I was never like the Deadpool's the guy. Like yeah, but he's super but entertaining. He's, he's a self aware. We superhero. love Ryan Reynolds in the role. Absolutely, I think it's the best thing. But um, you know, we've heard every rumor from Wanda, and uh, you know, Wanda Scarlet Witch is going to fight freaking Phoenix to. Uh, the whole X-Men, everybody from all the X-Men cast are coming back. Like mm-hmm. all of them, like we've heard crazy rumors about this movie, right? And it looks I like, feel like it's going to be like the, the, um, it's going to the sp- spider verse of possibly right? or, or kind of like with flashpoint where they just like had all the cameos. And yeah. And I in. think that's great. And, and, and for the nostalgia crowd, which I, I believe I'm wholeheartedly part of, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially after the, the, the week and a half that we just experienced. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, if you want nostalgia, go to Dragon Con. <laughs> uh, you see everything you love, and then some. Um, and my microphone is doing it again. Are you um, having problems with the microphone yeah, um, again? Yeah, it's whatever. Like, mic check. Um, so it looks like this could be the thing that cements some, a whole nother genre. Like they can go anywhere from here. Mm-hmm. I've even heard a recent thing that Hugh Jackman might be making cameos for years after this movie. I don't know how I feel about that. Which is crazy because he's already had a full run as a career. I know. I mean, I love Wolverine. I love him as Wolverine, but and his I'm time's not saying up, he's going to do more movies that are Hugh Jackman. Well, and you know, obviously, got to set it up for another guy. I love like how that. your notes say Hugh Jackman. By the way, that <laughs> actually does say huge. Yeah, he's huge jacked, man. He's all big. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he could be making cameos for years after this film. Anyway, um, all right. So uh, you, I'll keep moving. I'll keep it moving. Uh, the other Tiffany movie- wants to know if we're tired from all the partying last week. Who's um, that? Tiffany. Oh, uh, you, no. We, we're well. We're we're recovered now, but we were yes. Fully recovered. My feet don't hurt. Talk about the foot pain, man. Um, that the struggle is real. It's hard being a superhero. <laughs> But anyways, Hugh Jackman um, doing cameo three years. Yeah, potentially. So that's kind of the latest thing. But I'm I'm pretty excited for that movie. I haven't been excited for a movie. I'm kind of excited for Flashpoint, and then I was kind of like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I but I am excited for Deadpool three. Okay. Uh, another thing in movies, Brad Anderson is gonna. He's. I don't know if I'm phrasing this. I hope I'm not phrasing this the same as the headlines I wrote. So he's gonna direct. Twilight of the Dead, which now be, is this? Is this this is like continuing with Night of the Living Dead yes. and Dawn of the Dead, Day so, of the Dead, Land of the Dead, and I'll explain this a little bit. So, believe it or not, George Diary A. Romero dead. wrote Night of the and, Living Dead. Well, yeah, he wrote the original, right? Right. But he's made six movies in the genre. So let's see. We have uh, we have Night of the Living Dead, Dawn uh, of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Day of the dead. There was uh, Land of the Dead. Which he did in 2005. Then yep. they had Diary of the Dead. Why? Wow, you actually know this. Uh, but I don't oh, know. that. What was the sixth the, one then? Uh, you That's where I'm stumped. Yeah, no, I'm stumped on the um, sixth one. So Diary of the Dead was the one where the kids made the movie, right? It was like, the, the, found, it was like the found footage film. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like Blair Witch. Um, that was the last one I watched, actually. I, didn't, I wasn't aware of the other one. Um, but there was another one. But Romero died yep. shortly after um, he died, Diary actually, of the Dead, died, I think. 
in 2018, I believe, something like that. So it was it was um, fairly recent, like recent times. But yeah. supposedly he had been working on on this film a little bit, and they're going to do it. It's called Twilight of the Dead, which goes back to the original scheming or name naming scheme, right? Right. Um, and uh, Brad Anderson. Oh man, what did so, he do? So he Brad did, Anderson uh, is doing a George A. Romero zombie film, and they said this is very much a George A. Romero movie. Okay, he's directed some good stuff too. Um, I don't know why I don't have it in my notes, but that's cool. Um, you're talking about a, uh, 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 and Dylan's looking up right now, but we're talking about a, a, a film series that talks about social commentary. Um, mm-hmm. you know, cause the zombies, you know, he even said they're only a background if you really think about it and that they're, they're really stories about people you yeah. know? and that, and how, how scary people can be, not so much the zombies. Right? I mean, and that was the always kind of like the theme of, threat, yeah, right? that was always kind of the theme of, uh, but, of, uh, walking dead is like the zombies were a threat well, in the background, but the real danger were the people. Right. Yeah. And then, well, in, and in Dawn of the Dead, the original one was even almost rated X because of the gore. Right. And yeah. I, I remember that being a thing and they remade that one obviously with some modern actors, um, I think Ving Rhames was even in it. Like Ving Rhames was in yeah, the, the, the remake, the, the, remake the Zack it. Snyder remake. Yeah, of, and that was a pretty entertaining. That was a pretty movie, good yeah. movie. Um, but and different. I think that was what kind of resurged all the zombie movies in you, 2003. Oh, absolutely! If you want to go back and watch these movies, they're amazing. And there was a remake of the original too in like the 90s. Um, if you go back and watch them, they don't take place. They're not. They're not linear right. movies, right? They might take place in different time periods, but they they might restart think, the zombie apocalypse. They think do this thing. Land of the Dead was the one that took place like the furthest in the future, I think, with Fiddler's Green with um, John Leguizamo and Dennis oh, yeah, Hopper. Yeah, yeah, he was in that. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, I did see that one then. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good movie. So they're they're movies in the same universe per se, but it kind of reboots and does its own thing. So they're not directly related, although there are characters that have reappeared in the stories. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a. It's it's it you know it's not part one part two part three it they're all cool they're all standalone and they're all fun to watch, uh, and if you're into zombies, I say I say do it. Uh, we did that in the barracks I'm in the early two thousands, um, and we watched all the zombie movies. Nice, nice. There was like a kid that was like, I like zombies. Like <laughs> I was like, okay, like. All right, we're all going to drink yeah. Long Island iced tea and watch zombie movies. Yeah. Brad, Brad Anderson, Twilight yeah. of the Dead, uh, in, in the good. tradition of George J. Romero. Yeah. All right, and. Um, I got a little bit of game news. You got All a bunch right. of new stuff? Um, no, I don't have any. Okay. I just have a review. I don't have so, any news. So we'll, we'll get through it. So there's going to be a Gargoyles remastered. Ooh, I loved me some Gargoyles in on, the day, man. Uh, I got to give a shout out to IGN there. Um, side-scrolling Such. platformer. I, yeah. It says backwards now. Because it, it looks like a beat-em-up, too. Like, it looks okay. like really cool. But the animation looks legit. Okay, it's just I'll looks like it. that old show. You love Gargoyles. Kind of like when we played uh, Shredder's Revenge. It was like a modern-day like retro side-scrolling beat-em-up kind of thing. This isn't so retro. It's, it, the graphics are more updated. But it you love Gargoyles. So. I do love yeah. Gargoyles. That yeah. was a great show. It was a good show. Um, Elder Scrolls Six uh, still being worked on. It's um, going to be worked on for the next thirty years, man. They're never coming out with Elder. They're never going to release we'll Elder Scrolls Six. Six, man. Well, I'm surprised this even got a mention in the news cycle because, um, because of the re the re release. Tiffany wants to know if we're going to dress up for Halloween and go live. Uh, duh. Maybe yeah. not on Halloween. I'm going to go do other things. On we have got a huge wrestling cosplay. Somewhere we do have a wrestling cosplay. Yeah. 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 We're, we're refining our costumes and making them better. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be awesome because they were awesome last week. Um, Anyways, but, Bethesda. Yeah, Elder Bethesda Scrolls. just released Starfield. And that's such a big game, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. I've got my review on that this yeah. week. We'll get there. Bethesda's... Uh, all right, enough said about that. We're going to get an update at some point. Mm-hmm. Bethesda's, Bethesda is also making an Indiana Jones game. Interesting. Apparently it's been in the works for a while as well. Um so there's some harsh commentary on the engine they're using because they're like, this thing's going to be, it belongs in a museum, you know, like, uh, <laughs> by the time they get out. But um, who knows, man? A good indie IP would be awesome. Uh, I don't they're, know. I don't know how to feel about that. Like an open, it, the, like Bethesda's uh, big thing is like open world RPGs. But the guys who did Assassin's Creed are doing a Star Wars game, right? Uh, is that who's doing it? Or is it Bethesda? I oh don't my gosh. know. No, it's definitely Chris. not it's Bethesda. Not Bethesda. Um, and they're ta- that's the one they're talking about, like Grand Theft Auto in space. You know, it's going to be cool. They've been talking about doing that for a couple of years now, like a Grand oh, we, Theft we just Auto about space it. kind of thing. Like I don't know, we'll, we'll I, I mean, know. we'll see how it goes down. I think I um, so. Indie games. I played the original on Atari, as many of you did, uh, which was almost impossible until I figured it out, and it's still impossible. And then, um, but then there were great games like Temple of Doom in the arcade, 
was awesome, you know? Oh, and there's a, there a couple of console ports of some of that stuff, and they're pretty good. Uh, I'm not going to mention anything about Mario because I didn't get the update. Uh, Super Mario Wonder, same stuff. Um, but Mortal Kombat, dude. Mm-hmm. Mortal Com- they're calling it Mortal Kombat 1. They're going back. Yeah, they're, they're going, going back. back to the basics. Back. And there, you can get a skin for uh, as Jean Claude Van Damme for your Johnny Cage, which is funny. It's funny because Johnny, he was the basis yeah, for Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage is clearly a JCVD from uh, Bloodsport, you right? Know? Like, except he, well, I mean, they can both do the splits. And Does this, did yes. you see the dude? I forgot about this. another Dragon combo. <laughs> a dude literally dropped in the splits and did the uppercut. Like for a picture right in front of us, that was crazy. I forgot about that. Um, I didn't cool. forget about it. I just remembered it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and then I got one weird news thing, which is not weird. It's toy news. Okay. Um, so there's a thing called Hasbro Labs, right? Mm-hmm. And they did a big Kickstarter, and they're doing a Star Wars ghost ship toy. This thing is big. It's like the Millennium Falcon back in the day for like the actual Star Wars toys. Okay. GI Joe size, three and three quarter inch type dudes. Is is my guess. It's a big ship. It's been in a lot of um, the modern movies. Like it's a crossover from Rogue One all the way to Ahsoka. Okay, and stuff. cool. I like um, it. It comes with four figures. Like there's four pilot seats. There's a whole like thing with the chess table and I should know what that's called. Oh my gosh! But there's like a whole thing that looks like the Millennium Falcon side. It's a big toy. Mm-hmm. Five hundred dollars. Four hundred ninety-nine dollars. Hell no! And I don't know if that was the Kickstarter. My Xbox costs that much, man. I'm not. The, it's big. It's big. You I mean, I guess if hand, you have the big. expendable income, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, all big. If you're into that toy collecting stuff, it's awesome. Um, but it looked really cool, and I was like, dude, they did something, and now it's getting released, which is really cool. That's cool, but I'm not paying five hundred dollars for that. Well, I mean, I mean, if you want to sit on your floor and play with toys, you might, maybe you would. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I guess. Or you're a collector and you want to put it on a shelf or something like that. And it's got like an extra ship that hooks into it, like an escape thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, it looks really cool though. And I saw I saw a video like a week ago, just in passing of a dude like taking off pieces of it. I was like, oh, that's a cool model. And yeah. I guess that was obviously the Kickstarter thing. Uh, and it's official, which is going to be cool. It, it's got some vibes, some crossover vibes from the ship from Guardians of the Galaxy with everybody okay. sitting up front. Feel it. All right. I'm and feeling some, it. some Millennium Falcon stuff with the back. Uh, but... I don't watch this show enough to be like, oh, that's the ship. I mean, because we had the big cargo ships from Jedi and like, I remember, you know, the yeah. B-Wings were big. The actual Millennium Falcon was huge when we were kids. Um, X-Wings were big, all that stuff. Y-Wings, I remember that you put the R2 units in them and stuff. They're cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Play with your toys, right? Like, oh, no, I remember yeah. very well. Yeah. Those are cool. I, I just thought it was kind of neat. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because yeah. there are toy collectors out there. There's guys who watch Retro Blasting. And, yeah. Uh, so you got Mike Marcer and all those guys, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. All right. So if you're a collector, you know, keep keep a look out for that, man. That's uh that's something if you got five hundred dollars you want to drop on something if you're like, you know, in your forties and you want to piss your wife off, by all you means. You might not be able to buy it anymore either, because it was like a Kickstarter thing. It might have been it. I don't know. Okay. We'll we'll see. All right. Or cool. you could just buy a Doctor Strange cape, because they're pretty awesome. <laughs> My man's sitting here wearing a Doctor Strange cape this is that, the coolest he, cape that he wore ever. at Dragon Gun. I did. I wore it a couple times, actually. <laughs> it's like silk line. This thing is like super high quality made. Like if you could see it in person, it's just highly detailed. Like I don't know who made this, but this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to jump into some reviews now. And I have uh, one very specific review, something that just came out a couple of days ago, man. Yep. And that's, uh, once again, Bethesda. Uh, I'm going to talk about Starfield for just a few minutes now. Now, uh, I have limited experience. I only only have about eight hours of gameplay under my belt for Starfield, so I can only kind of talk about, like, the very little bit that I've experienced in my, like, eight hours of, like, gameplay and stuff. So, uh, you know, Starfield is from Bethesda, you know, the same people that brought us uh, Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. And in true Bethesda fashion. I met the Elder Scrolls guy. You did. That's true. Um, you have the main storyline, um, and just like any other Bethesda game, it is so easy to get distracted and sidetracked. And I noticed that was like one of the first things to happen is you know you jump in, they give you a little bit of storyline, like this is who you are, this is the bigger universe that you're a part of, and go forth into the world. Right. And instead of being like a fantasy world with dragons and magic, you're like exploring the cosmos and aliens. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's fun. It's a lot of yeah. fun. But you can find yourself on uh, an entirely different planet from the one that you meant to be on 
which I did. Like I got Ooh. started with the main storyline, and then boom, suddenly I'm on another planet because I'm like, oh, let me go check this out. Okay. Um, you know, you're out there, you're meeting new NPCs, you're traveling to other distant worlds, and you're going on just you go to a diff- distant world. Like, let me check this place out. Oh, I'm getting caught up in this side quest over here, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm collecting stuff over here. Um, and you just go out there, and it's just this huge uh, world, uh, not world, worlds to explore if you go out and you kind of go out there and traverse the cosmos. That sounds um, crazy. It is. It, it's set in the 24th century, uh, so mankind is kind of out there in the world. There aren't other races to play. The, you only play humans. I mean, there are, like, other aliens and stuff out there, but, okay. like, uh, the main uh, intelligent race that I have encountered so far has been human. There might be more out there. I don't know. Once again, only eight hours of gameplay. But it's I heard a it really, massive... It, I heard it turns on about 12-hour mark. 10 yeah, to 12 so hours, I, like, I need yeah, to get into it a little bit more. Nuts. Um, but it, you can customize everything from your character to your ship. And some of these uh, distant worlds, they've drawn inspirations from cyberpunk. Cool. You land on it. Uh, Firefly, if you're Love a big Cyberpunk. fan of Firefly, like it has that Western oh. element okay. to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it feels lived in. Like uh, the worlds. It's Bethesda. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the worlds that you go to, like they have weight and history and world building to them, which is just really, really cool. Um, you cook your own recipes from ingredients that you find that Wait, give you different health benefits and stuff. Is there a survival aspect? Yes. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> There's absolutely a survival. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to oh, yeah. die. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm like, well, when we finish playing tonight, you can, you can yeah, start up the character and play it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll play it for a little. I'll show you oh, how cool. it's yeah. um, in turn in, in terms of like, there's even like, uh, uh, there's a chef class, by the way, like in by terms the way, of how you found time post DC to I, now barely. To play this, That's why I'm, I'm only shocked. eight hours yeah. in, man. I'm only eight hours yeah. because I barely found time to play wow. this, but I needed to play this. Okay. Uh, there's a chef class, uh, cool. so you could like you gather up stuff, and you have a character that like excels in cooking and like surviving. That's essentially, yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, hundreds of worlds to explore, um, and I'm only so many hours in the gameplay, and I can tell you without a doubt. This one is like the next Skyrim. Like Skyrim yes. came out in 2011. He said this it. is the one that everyone's going to be playing. I'm going to be like, I'm excited to hear I'm going to be playing this one for the next 12 years, just like I really? played Skyrim for the last 12 years. And you, I mean, you've played mods. You've done. You, <sighs> yeah. You've 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 come. You found the end of Skyrim. <laughs> I found. I played to the end of, until that's awesome. Until Beyond Skyrim comes out, which is uh, which is a big mod that I'm waiting for, okay. which I can do an entire episode about. I won't go into it. Um, We've I, talked about it. Yeah, yeah, but I, until until Beyond Skyrim comes out, this is the game that I'm playing for a while. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so definitely Starfield. Um, if you have Xbox uh, Game Pass, yeah, it's, it's free, free on yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, so I didn't really. So I didn't even pay. I didn't even pay anything. Well, I mean, for you it. did, but you, I mean, I did, but I didn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I think that's really cool that that's even an option. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Go Xbox. Yeah, go Xbox, man. Yep. So that's uh, that's my very brief review of Starfield. I've only I got to get some more hours under my belt before I can. Uh, this is kind of like the Bethesda news day. Yeah, kind of a little and, bit. And yeah. Reviews. Yeah, yeah. No. Um. I'm ex- I'm super excited to experience more with the game. I've watched a little bit of content on it and mm-hmm. seen what people. Everybody seems to love it. There's. I mean, there's a bunch of videos online. They're like, you know. Every every channel is doing their own thing about Skyrim right now. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I'm sorry, Skyrim. Uh, Starfield, Starfield. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and it's exciting. It's an exciting time to play a new game. And uh, I'm looking forward to trying it out myself. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, you want to well, jump? This is usually where we'd pull in Comic Man. Yeah. Comic Man couldn't make it tonight, yeah. man. We're sorry, guys. Comic No Comic Man. Uh, Charles... Oh, Charles good. is a little busy with his comic books tonight. Yeah, um, he's got to read and catch no, up. No, he's he's got family stuff happening, so he couldn't make it in tonight. But uh, I've got a bunch of questions for him, and yeah. like I said, I just went over all this Secret War stuff later this week. We're gonna and, come back. Uh, we're we're playing catch up this yep. week, so we just had an episode earlier, yep. and uh, we will do another episode on Thursday. But uh, hopefully, we'll have Comic Man come in then. But and for now, for those of you guys listening, if it sounds like we're dodging it now, we're reading the live feed. Yeah, we're, we're reading live trying feed to interact a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so we're gonna jump right from Comic Man to the mysterious world segment tonight. Ooh. So let's jump into it. Here I we go. Mysterious world. Mysterious world. Let me ask you a question, Keith. Do you believe in werewolves? This is a trick question. No, do you believe, believe in werewolves? You know what? It's funny you say that. I just read a thing, mm-hmm. and I can't I can't even make this up, dude. I just read a thing that like about the Salem witch trials, and people were like admitting to being werewolves, and it was possible 
drug use or something. It was it was a really weird article, it's, but it's crazy because so do the, so do I, I mean there's people who like really thought they were werewolves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I love all these stories. I love vampires. I love werewolves. I think they're really exciting. This is this is exciting. I love werewolves. Yeah. Well, this we're gonna talk, and this is a local legend going to uh, Wisconsin. I can I can give a shout out to a couple movies. Uh, go ahead. There was actually a movie on what we're about to touch on oh, right now. Yes. But yeah, go ahead. But there's, no, go there's ahead. a couple good ones. I, I hope I'm not stepping on on your toes here. No, um, no. In the Company of Wolves, it okay, was a great one. There was like I think it was like a bunch of short stories. One was kind of like Little Red Riding Hood. Okay. Um. Uh. This was kind of like in the time of uh, Waxwork has a uh, uh a werewolf scene in it. That's a great movie too. Um. Where they they actually have a Dracula. Um. Sorry, he's running off for a second. Um. They have a Dracula scene. They've got a mummy scene. It's kind of like a lot of the old classic movies. Uh, kind of bundled up into you know you've got your your base of operations would be the wax museum and it's got all the scary stuff in it that's a good one uh, another good werewolf oh, American Werewolf in London was great uh, there's uh, I watched a bunch of the Howling movies back in the day they were pretty entertaining there's a there's actually a lot of good werewolf movies out there and of course now in, in more modern times not current but yeah the Underworld series which was you know we all say loosely based on World of Darkness right I think they even had a big lawsuit about it. Um, and they, they lichens and vampires and stuff. And what was that? It was Kate Beckinsale, right? She yeah. was the big star of those movies. And there, I think there was three of them even, but yeah, werewolves are great. And, uh, of course the original stuff, thriller. Yeah. <laughs> thriller. That was awesome. But dude. there was thriller actually, was there's actually, ass. uh, I think there, there exists a movie on what we're about to talk about. Okay. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk so, about. uh, this is, uh, the beast of Bray Road. All right. Yeah, so this is a this is a town in Wisconsin. It's a little town called Elkhorn. Elkhorn, Wisconsin. It's an American story. Okay. Yeah, this cool. is yeah, this is yeah. Uh, sometimes called the Beast of Bray Road, sometimes called the Werewolf of Wisconsin. Um, but uh, this is a local legend that takes place in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Now, Bray Road is a is a seventeen mile stretch of road that runs through this small town. Okay. And the road itself dates back to the colonial era. So it's been there for hundreds of years. Sweet. I think they used to call it the King's Highway, which is a lot of roads back then were called the King's There's Highway. King's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But they, it was the King's Highway at one point in time, and it's now um, Bray Road. Um, Bray so the, is a neat name. So we're yeah. going to talk about the Beast of Bray Road. And this, uh, the first sighting for the Beast of Bray Road dates back to 1936. Uh, there was a night watchman for the St. Coletta School for Exceptional Children named Mark Shackleman. And this is all verifiable. You can go look up this guy's account and everything. So he was uh, he was the night watchman for this, uh, for this school, and he was on his rounds. Now, there's okay. a field, or was, um, out in front of the school. So he's out doing his rounds. He's walking across this nearby field when he sees this humanoid creature uh, standing uh, on the remains of what was back then uh, this ancient uh, Indian burial mound, because there was one out there. Oh, okay. Um, he said that this this thing was wolf-like, but stood on two legs between six and seven feet tall, and uh, he said he could smell it from there, and it smelled like death, or in other words, it smelled like like Ooh. rotting flesh. Okay. Like this yeah, thing's, yeah. It, it had it had the smell of death on wow. it. Wow. So uh, against his better judgment, he goes in for a closer look, and this thing sees him. Which, uh, which uh, keep, keep against my better judgment. Well, I mean, like, uh, well, I'm I'm assuming it's against his better judgment because I wouldn't fucking go in for a better. <laughs> I wouldn't go in for a closer Pretty scary look. Scary stuff, yeah. Um, but this thing runs away from him, and this is night one. So the next morning, okay. he tells his wife that uh, he he describes it. You know, the humanoid wolf-like creature. Its fingers appeared shriveled, like it's like it had very small thumbs, and then the fingers were like kind of shriveled. Like no opposable thumb. Uh, no, like, like it had an opposable thumb, but it was like sm- smaller than the other digits. Okay. Um, and when he returned the next morning well, in the daylight, dogs and cats have that thing like up higher, right? A prehensile claw or something. Uh, I don't know. All right. You're, you're hitting me with biology. Man. Alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he comes back the next morning and uh, he, he sees uh, the dirt where this burial mound is okay. and it had rake marks like something had been digging at it. Okay. So uh, the next night he's, he's back at work again and he sees this creature again on the second night. Uh, he gets cool. a he gets a better look at this thing and says uh, this thing is completely covered in black hair. And it looks at him and like they lock eyes, according to his account. And it makes a three syllable growl that sounded like Godara. 
Gadara. Gadara. Yeah, like, yeah, Gadara. It wasn't with the, like, with the emphasis. Wow, wow, wow. No, no. Like, it, <laughs> like almost like it was trying to speak, but you know, it, like, but it spoke either some weird, some weird bestial language. This is cool. And it, it's it's nuts, man. So this is this is taken from. Um, uh, let's see what's what's his name again. Mark Shackleman's actual interview, and he said in this interview, "Then I did the only thing I could do." I prayed to God to save me, and it turned and slowly walked away. For a long time, I stood there. That bad smell hung in the air, and I said another prayer of thankfulness. I never saw that thing again or anything even like it. Um, So that was the last time Mark Shackleman ever saw this thing. So so there's a lot of, um, especially with vampire stories, there's a lot of like like Christian overtones and stuff, obviously the cross. Right. Um, silver being a thing, slightly garlic, um, mm-hmm. holy water, mm-hmm. uh, and then the stakes, uh, and, and such that's, it's kind of weird that he, he would say a prayer that it would go away. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, my werewolf lore is not as, you know, I'm not up to date on that. Right. Even though there was actually werewolf in Dracula, like right. as well, right. like he turned into a wolf at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, actually two points in, in the movie anyway, right. in, the, in the Bram Stoker version. Uh, yeah, this is this is wild. Man. Well, it, it gets a little bit wilder because uh, some say that this thing could have been like hellhound. Okay, possibly. Um, and it, it's just kind of interesting uh, that some hellhounds are like the fiery, fiery beasts of hell, basically. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and even, but the thing is, he made reference to Gadara, is what this thing said. Now, if Gadara. you go into the Bible, Gadara oh. was a place. Um, in, in, in the, I don't know exactly where, but it probably would have been over there somewhere in the Middle East, uh, where Jesus exercised a demon out of a man who had just came, who had just exited the tomb. So this man in Gadara had exited the tombs and was possessed by a demon and Jesus had, um, had exercised this guy. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a little crazy that, you know, that happened, um, and the account of this watchman kind of became something of a local legend over the years. So yeah, that was in 1936 when this happened. Okay. Nothing. This was a while ago. Yeah. Right? Not, yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. Almost, you know, coming up on 100 years, yeah, like 90 yeah. something years ago. 93. 80 something years ago. Yeah. 87. But uh, the account of this watchman became something of a local legend. Um, and nothing was seen or heard from again until um, the 80s or 90s when accounts of uh, what would be called the Beast of Bray Wood Road or the Wisconsin Werewolf. The Wisconsin Werewolf. Wisconsin that Werewolf. That like a great name for a team. Oh, my God. The Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Werewolves. Werewolves. Whoa. Woo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just got a team wolf flashbacks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so this is uh, – so we're going to so we're gonna fast forward to the year 1989. Oh, now. yes. Uh, so this is uh, another account of the, the Beast of Bray Road in 1989. So this is coming around 1.30 a.m. A woman named Lori – in Drizzy, she is driving home along Bray Road from a lounge in Elkhorn called the Jury Room. So this is the name of a bar, I guess. The, the okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. Jury Room is the name of the lounge. Yeah, that's like the uh, we had a place we we actually our band played called the Judge's Bench. They, uh, like, that's funny. Like they, the, the Jury Room, the Judge's Bench. The, the Northeast has great names for bars. <laughs> yeah. Well, there. I mean, there's like nothing out there. Yeah. Um. She she so she was a manager at this bar. Okay. So she's driving. She's driving home, one thirty in the morning, and there, off to the side of the road, she sees this massive creature, and she thinks maybe it's a bear or Could something. Be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. absolutely. Um, its back is turned to her, but as she continues along the road and she gets closer to this thing, it turns and like and looks at her. Um, so she sees as the headlights hit hit her. Um, she glances back and sees it from the front. Um, she said it was kneeling, its elbows were up, okay. and its claws were facing out, so I could see that it had claws, and I remember very distinctly the long claws. Now, she said in her oh. eyewitness account that it was holding something, possibly roadkill or some dead animal, Okay, and remarked that while most creatures run from an approaching car like you like i lived yeah, up yeah. in the, i lived up in the mountains and i like i would drive up on bears sometime on my way home yeah there was a scary set of mountains though. there's yeah. a lot of legends up there uh, i mean we'll talk about that sometime yeah. 
We'll talk about like the Brown Mountain Lights yeah, where yeah, I used yeah. to live. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah we'll I talk that about story. that sometime. Yeah. But like I would drive home some, night, some nights and I would see a, like a black bear on the side of the road. Black bear would see me they're, in they're, the they car. pretty big too. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it would take off running. Like okay. I could be like, oh, the bear sees me. It's running away now. Have you ever seen like an animal not do that though? No. Like like deer. Really, deer, no. like, deer, deer might sometimes deer. be frozen in the headlights. Yeah, they freeze in headlights. But um, there was actually just a video. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to derail this. No, it's okay. There's just a video of a lion coming up to like a car, getting in the car and like snuggling with all the people in the car. Like a wild lion just came up and decided to be a big cat for Maybe, a minute. Man. So, Interesting. I mean, they're, they're animals, man. They're wild. Like they don't <laughs> care. Like. <laughs> It's like, oh, you got a truck. I'm like almost as big as you. <laughs> it's all yeah. big. All big. Um, but she said whatever it was, like it stood there and stared at her as she passed. And she described okay. it very distinctly as being like a large wolf-like creature. And there's an artist depiction that you can find from her um, from her description. And it's terrifying, dude. It is a scary-looking really? thing. Um, she said later, I didn't believe in things like this, but... Whatever I saw out there was purely satanic. Like it's, oh, it was an evil thing, wow. whatever it was. Um, so that was 1989. And now we're going to fast forward to 1991. So, okay. two years later, a woman named Doris Gibson driving down Bray Road through the fog, she felt something like almost like she hit something, but it lifted her the front end of her tire off the road. So there was like a big, like, oh. not like she, not like you hit something, like something lifted her car. Like picked up the picked car. it up and then boom dropped it back down she, again and she's driving at the time and she's or? driving through a fog so she couldn't really see whatever know it was what, I mean like unless you hit like a tree trunk or something that just launched yeah. part of your car that's yeah that's right. pretty wild yeah um and, and these are all like these are all or a account, big rock yeah. that slid in well, the, the road or uh, yeah and once again these are all accounts like you could go yeah, back and yeah. see and this is 1991 so I don't know how old Doris Gibson is now but there's a very good chance she might still be around. Um, uh, but she said uh, she got out of the car to see what that was. Oh man! And didn't <laughs> didn't see anything, right? Okay. Until that, she hears, pretty scary, yeah. it's pretty scary. Until she hears something moving out of the woods towards her, she looks out and there's this giant dog-like beast that is running at her on all fours out of the woods. Um, she gets back in her car and this thing jumped on the car. Oh, okay. So yeah. she got a good look at it. Yeah, she got a good look at it. She said it was a, oh she was God. a massive dog-like creature. So, um, so like not a bear. No, not yeah. a bear. Definitely not a bear because bears don't do that, man. I mean, like, even if it did, cocaine bear. Yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna be like, that's a big bear. Yeah. Um, whatever it was, and apparently she had been going. She'd gone through rain earlier, so the car okay. was wet. So it jumped on the car. And then like slid off, and no, she managed. That is dog like because I've seen some dogs like like burn chasing out the cars, <laughs> like, yeah. like falling, <laughs> sliding around rooms and stuff. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, it slid off the car, and then when she she got home later, there were claw marks on the back of the car, oh, like massive I if she claw took marks. Pictures of that. And stuff. I, you, we should probably find those pictures, man. Maybe if she did, I don't know, she might. Um, have. Yeah, but uh, but that was the last reported sighting of the Beast of Bray Road that wow. I could find in 1991. Okay, but uh, yeah, but what that's, a cool story. Yeah, man. I know, but uh, but I I went looking for that. Um, for uh, I was talking to our buddy Chris Hall uh, about like, hey man, what should I talk about? And he said dogmen, and apparently like that's a big thing. In Not England? werewolves. Is that in England? It, all over the world. Oh, okay. All over the world, and and so and I found so many accounts of uh, these different dogmen, but like one of the most popular ones that I found was the Beast of Bray Road. So I was like, instead of like casting a wide net, I wanted to kind of focus on this. I always like it when you do research on a specific thing because you really dive into it. And, yeah. and you set the, the mood extremely well, too. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's uh, that's what I got from Mysterious World tonight with the Beast of Bray Road. Well, what do you think? What do you guys think, actually? Uh, I, know, I know Tiff's I, in here. I There's a bunch of people in here. What do you think? Do you think it's a real werewolf? Do you think it's a bear? I don't, a bear with mange could look like a dog, right? I, I'm not like, going to say feasible I, or debunked. I'm just going to say not enough information. Look, not to go full skeptic on this, but like, is there something that maybe they think of that we don't? You know, Because yeah. we do have a good live stream right now. There's a bunch of people here. So, yeah, if you, if you have an idea of what it could be. Like send it. Nobody's sending anything. Of That's all right. I mean, well, yeah. But if you right, know, you if you know anything about the Beast of Bray Road, there's been movies on this. Oh, yeah. What's the movie? Um, I'm not sure. But if you if you like, uh, yeah, the, yeah. If whoa, you look cool if pictures, you look it up, man. there's a lot of pictures. 
Oh, that's creepy. That looks like a real. It looks like a trail cam or something. Yeah, that looks kind of legit, actually. That we're looks looking legit. up pictures of Bre- that. Also, Be- looks like it could be on the moon, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, werewolves on the moon. But I think there are some. Uh, there are some. Uh, I wonder movies. if that's a real interview. Oh no, that's could a be. movie. Could be. Maybe. Maybe or something will show. pop up here in the next couple of years. You know, you just you just never know. Man. I don't know, man. Could, yeah, could like, be a real life werewolf. There's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of space, especially in the United States. It's a big. Big, big area, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like somebody's like, oh, yeah, I saw Sasquatch in uh, Siberia. It's like, well, there's a lot of room out there. There is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say bunk debunked. I'm not I'm not even skeptical. That's just a really cool story. It's a, just a cool story, yeah. right? Yeah. If kind there's of, something... A very scary story, yeah, yeah, I would say. I mean, if, if something scrapes up my car, like, that would that'd be a defining moment. You know? <laughs> I'd be like, everybody would be like, dude, look at these claw marks. Of course, somebody would be like, nah, you just did that with a rake. But, you know... <laughs> Yeah, that's know. wild. That is pretty wild. It's mysterious. It's mysterious. Cool, man. And uh, that's a mysterious world for this week. Um, and sometimes as we navigate through the mysterious world, we need a little bit of advice. And that's why Always. I call on my dear old Uncle Chuck. Now retired down in Florida is where he lives. He's a dear old man with some advice to give. If you don't like it, then I guess you're out of luck. It's time for advice from your dear old Uncle Chuck. Uncle Chuck gives a f***. <laughs> uh, damn it. All right, here we go. Hey, Uncle Chuck. Hey, kiddo. Hey, sport. How are you guys doing? We're great, Uncle Chuck. Haven't uh, haven't talked to you. Haven't had you on, on the show in a minute. It's been, it's been a few minutes. Well, yeah, after my run-in with the mafia, and then you guys went off to your funny book convention. And, uh, <laughs> it was a great time. You would have loved it. There was lots of oh, there was lots of old women there, scantily clad older couples that may or may not have been partaking. They in your might lifestyle. have. They <laughs> might have. They may or may not have had uh, upside down pineapples on their apparel. To, oh, Uncle to, Chuck, I even wore an upside down pineapple. It wasn't well, intentional. It was just the shirt I was wearing. Oh, thank God. Uh, I mean, you know, horny old broads, you know, the, the, the danglers, I'll play with the danglers if, if given the opportunity. I don't know what that means. You, know, you don't know. You don't, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. Well, Uncle Chuck, we are, again, for some strange reason, coming to you for life advice. So, well, you know, you're, you're in luck. I am in a good mood. Football season has started. Okay. And, Ooh. well, I... I, I know that you are not not so much into the sports, uh, you know, and I mean, even I, I, I like them. I'm not as crazy about sports as my brother's wife's parents were. For fuck's sake, they <laughs> named her Brown's Win. That's, and, and that's I, not my mother's name. You know what? Never mind. It's fine. I it's think fine. I know your mother's okay. name. Okay. <laughs> well, for, that's neither it's here nor there. Portmanteau. <laughs> It's neither here nor there, Uncle Chuck. But we do have a we do we have a very important life advice question to ask you, um, and this is something that seems to pop up every couple of years. And it, oh. it, I guess it's popped up again this year, given that it's uh, 2023. It is. So here is an email uh, we got from a David B, who comes in asking us this uh, to Uncle Chuck. Dear Uncle Chuck. There's been a lot of buzz about the end of the world on September 23rd of this year. If the world is really ending, what should I do with my last few weeks on Earth? Good question. So, I mean, you've you've been around for a long time, Uncle Chuck. You know, uh, you, you you face your last week on Earth pretty much <laughs> every <Daily>. week. So. <laughs> He's old, everybody. Get it? Oh Uncle God. Chuck is old. Brutal. Uh, I, I survive on piss and vinegar, and you know, depending on how my bladder is feeling, it may be more piss than vinegar. I can relate. <laughs> yes, it, it is the curse of the of, of the Dalton men. We we got to pee a lot. <laughs> Where am I right now? <laughs> so, Uncle Chuck, if, if if the world ends on September twenty third, what should David go do with his last couple of weeks on Earth? Well, the first thing you do, I mean, and this is, of course, presuming that the world really is going to end. Okay. Uh, 
because uh, as you pointed out, it every couple of years it's going to end. Just get it the fuck over with, please. But if you know it's going to end, first thing you do, go into your boss's office, take a giant shit, <laughs> just right on his desk, just like you did back in '79. Oh man, <laughs> and, and '82, and '84 at the Poon Factory. Oh no, that was their fault. <laughs> Jeez, Uncle Chuck's had some uh, quite a few careers. He's apparently. had some careers. He's had he's had some jobs over the years, and a lot wow. of jobs he's quit in rather dramatic fashion. It seems like, like he's quit them all in the same fashion. It's called the Dalton maneuver. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh I did not know that. I didn't know that was called the Dalton maneuver. Ah, oh, uh, yes. Uh, I, I, you, you should ask my brother about it. He's <laughs> done it a couple of times. He may pretend he didn't, but we know. <laughs> we know, Michael. We know. Oh gosh! Secretly. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, David, go take a shit on your boss's desk. That's step number one. Yeah. What's step number? You two? better be sure the world is ending, man. That's that's all I got to say. Yeah, about that's a that. bold move, Cotton. <laughs> and, and and then you know, well, quite frankly, shit wherever you want. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, go kill a man. Oh my uh, gosh. You know, do you have any enemies? Go. Oh, what are they going to do? Put you in jail for life if the world's ending in two weeks? Oh no. You oh. won't even get into court. This is brutal. <laughs> brutal. No, don't, don't do violence. Don't, don't, don't go do violence, everybody. Don't do the violence. No. But, you know, if the world's ending, then I guess you. Well. I mean, exactly. There is no, there is no repercussion for you. Okay. It, it it is a license to kill. You're you're like James Bond, it's only purge, you're not man. gay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right. Well, Roger, you cannot tell me Roger Moore was a straight heterosexual Bond. I mean, he nothing against wasn't. him, but you know, and, and not that he was a bad person, but I, just. I, I mean, if one of them has to be, he's. He's probably the he's, one. He's the one. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uncle Chuck It's not right. Connery. The guy who did one movie yeah. got married in the movie he did, so. Was that Lazenby? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was the one in, when Connery came back, yeah. yeah. Sorry, now we devolved. We went off. We went off. Sean right. Connery's the man, though. Sean Connery. Roger yeah. Moore was probably the gay Bond. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's well, Timothy Dalton could have been, too. I mean. Did, I he, yeah, did but, he execute the Dalton maneuver, though? Dude, he had, he had Terry Hatcher in his movie, Really Pretty Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one could be gay. Zena on a top. Uh, I forget the yeah. actress's name, but she was, she still is a hammer. Like, God, here I'm just like talking about pretty girls. This is weird. Was that Famke Jansen? Uh, uh, she was, was she, she was she a Bond girl? She was Jean Grey, right? She was Jean Grey. Yeah. I think she was also a Bond girl, guys. Uh, yeah, she was Zena on a top, right? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that's her name, but wow, she's an amazing lady. All right, that's good advice I, from Uncle Chuck. Well, go ahead. What else you got? Uh well, now, <sighs> now you got me thinking about Zena on the top. Why? Now I know what I'm going to be picturing when I do Helen tonight. Oh my God, Uncle Chuck! Nobody, you're, nobody needs to know that. Also, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would also like to point out that I I, I apparently know movie movie stuff. Yeah, what, what, maybe I should start a podcast. You should. You should start the Zippity Zuda Zuda podcast. Uncle Chuck with his with his movie knowledge, I'm actually kind of impressed. Uncle Chuck knows some movies, be. man. Uncle Chuck knows many things. Well, I have a- been upon this earth for a long time. I can teach you many things, sport like the Dalton maneuver. I mean, this guy probably went and saw Errol Flynn in the theater, so you know. Errol Flynn, uh, Errol Flynn was a was a man among men. It's true. Yeah, he's seen them all. Not ben as manly Hur. as Rock Hudson. That guy, that guy was a stud. He he was gay. <laughs> not no. that there's anything wrong with that. Liberace. No. Did you not? It's well, pretty. Li- it's common knowledge at this point, Uncle Chuck. He was so manly. Well, I mean, yeah, but back in like the 1940s, he only like they... touched my penis once. Oh my God, Uncle Chuck! Oh Jesus! Okay, all right. So, so that's that's Uncle Chuck's advice for the end it's of the world, the everybody. End of the world as we know it, and Uncle Chuck feels fine, everybody. <laughs> go forth and shit. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. There you go, David B. That is your advice from uh, Uncle Chuck. Just 
I'm going to take your last dude anywhere. Like neighbor's so yard. <laughs> Boston, Boston's just go, desk. Just go drop deuces everywhere, David. That's uh, that's that's good advice. You know, just let them know what you think of them. You got a couple of weeks left. You need to go eat some chili with beans and just go leave your signature everywhere on the doorstep of people that you don't like. I'm going to laugh so hard. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that, Uncle Chuck, man. It's been great to have you back on the podcast, man. Hopefully, we'll have you back here next week. You should because you you, you clearly need my advice about many many things. Apparently, we need to we need to take shits on the doorsteps of people we don't like. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's Uncle Chuck, everybody. Unless the world's ending. <laughs> the Good world's night, ending. Kiddo. Take Good a night, shit. Sport. Good night, Uncle Chuck. <laughs> What a classy guy. <laughs> well, well, that was a good time, man. This is uh, always a good time. I'm happy that we're back. I'm sorry that we, uh, uh, we missed a couple weeks, been, it's man. It's been too long, right? It's, it's been, been too long. long, but we'll, we'll be, we had two episodes down tonight. We'll be back for a third episode. Yeah. Later this week on yeah, Thursday yeah. night. We're, we're and then we're, the and schedule. then we're resuming the regular schedule. So if you guys have been hanging out with us, man, Thank you so much for keep keeping and coming back for more it's episodes. It's good to see you too. Yeah. Gordon. Sorry, somebody's yeah. commenting. No, appreciate yeah, it. That's great. Uh, we love you guys. You guys are awesome. Great. Best audience in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For Zumundo Podcast, I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. Thanks for hanging out with us, y'all. Have a Zumundus week, everybody. We'll yeah. see you later this week. Absolutely. All Dude, right, we man. should watch a werewolf movie. We should watch yeah. a werewolf. Which, which, there's some, there's good, there's werewolf some good ones. I mentioned a couple of them. How about Teen Wolf? Yeah. Teen Wolf's classic. Teen Wolf is I a classic. I saw some good Teen Wolf cosplay at Dragon Did Con. you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, did did cool. he have on like the, the He had the best. Letterman jacket. Ah, yeah, nice. That was cool. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. I like it. Very I like cool. What a great time. Ah, man. Dragon Con's going to be awesome next year. You sang that song. You broke my heart.